Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. Let's dive right into today's episode, which is titled Now What? We'll get to that a little later. Uh, but this episode is one where I'm working something out. And I would love for you to sort of join in this conversation, think about this conversation, and along the way, share your thoughts with us on Twitter. Uh, you can use at Mr. Matera to sort of tag me and use the hashtag WellPlayedPodcast. I love, love, love hearing from you. I'd say every week we got several people that are chiming in, and I, I love it. It's uh, it's good. This one is a good topic for I think us all don't get marred in the specifics of what I'm working through. It's more a discussion about growth, uh, how we as teachers probably should explore growth a little more. We as individuals, really in our own lives, growth. This this idea of being remaining stagnant, right? We can fill our days with all sorts of busy work, and we can look busy. We can even legitimately feel busy. So I don't want to make anyone feel bad. We legitimately might be busy, but uh, I guess I still want to think about that deep work, that big work that we want to do in our lives, the goals we want to accomplish, the aspirational best versions of ourselves that we we almost inspire our students to be. We talk about this lifelong learner, this growth-oriented person. We ask our students to push themselves to the very edge of their abilities. But ourselves, we, I don't know if your life is like my life, but uh, we tend to be kind of on the rails. We do the same things. We go home, do the same things, see the same people, do the same things, repeat, rinse, repeat, season over season, week over week, you know, whatever. Uh, And here... I'm going to tell you a little story here about the the title here. The title is Now What? I was chatting with a colleague at work and, you know, he's a excellent teacher. He does excellent work. He has ushered in some major, major changes. And at least in terms of flip, is probably the farthest along for sure in our school, right? So proud of him for that. That's amazing. And it took a tremendous, a Herculean effort, right? To shoot all the videos, organize all the videos, use all the videos, commit yourself to that. That was a large scale goal and so proud of him for doing it. Uh, Now hit the fast forward button to today and he had made that change, I don't know, I feel like seven, eight years ago. And it probably took three, four more years to perfect, but that's like four or five years he's kind of got that in the bag. And we were having this discussion and we were talking about other PD that we're thinking about doing, challenging ourselves to do. And we were kind of talking about other people and I happened to candidly, I didn't mean for it to stick out as much as it did, but I used him for an example. And I said, look, you know, like you 
are a top tier educator. You do amazing things. You are great at a lot of things and you ushered in probably one of the larger changes to your classroom here. And, but that was four years ago. Now, what's the next thing you're going to commit yourself to? And we had a conversation kind of went that this way and that way. And that same colleague today referenced that that was like two weeks ago. And they, they referenced that, that I pushed them to think that way and that they had never thought that way before. And that they kind of were a little bit resting on their laurels, um, but didn't know they were right. Like you, you, you know, uh, we all believe the stories we tell ourselves and hearing someone kind of challenge them like in a positive, in a, again, aspirational best version of themselves. Right. I wasn't saying like, now what? Like you stink. It was like, now what? Like you get to, you have quote unquote mastered this. Uh, you could definitely trim some things around the edges, but like for the most part you have mastered flip teaching. Now you get to explore other things. You get to do it right now. What now? What, what, what are you going to commit yourself to? And he kind of shared with me this, just that simple conversation, that simple reframing of his work changed everything, right? That this now becomes a question for him and that he is excited to answer. What does he want to commit himself to? I think that is profound. And so, all right, then I was thinking about my own life and work and and this podcast. And today, I, I like I said, I wanted to kind of dedicate this to now what for me. And I uh, am thinking about all sorts of things that I'm trying to do. I'm reading all sorts of books and I try to be research-based in my classroom, and the latest book I read was one by Alfie Cohen called The Homework Myth, and it's a good read. Definitely cites a lot of research, and unlike a lot of the other books that I read, which typically the, the research that they talk about leads you to an easy conclusion. You know, it's like, oh, because of X, because of Y, because of Z, we have to do A, B, and C. And it's just obvious. This one, he really points out in all the research. I I do not have the notes in front of me from my reading, but kind of in all of it, when it was a hyper-focused study on homework's impact on grades and outcomes in your class, it seemed like almost all of them showed no actual impact on the grade, like no positive, no negative. It was just neutral. But then any study that widened its approach and looked at things like students' attitudes and behaviors at school, students' anxiety, uh, their family life, homework was was a negative impact. So it's like when they only looked at academic, there was little or none almost through all of school. And when they looked at wider, widened that focal point out a little bit, they noticed it actually had negative effects. Uh, I loved his 
final conclusion, Alfie Cohen kind of points out in the end of the book that he doesn't call for us to eviscerate homework and get it out of the schools. He doesn't take that kind of stance because the data didn't lead him there. It it was just inconclusive, really, the data. Uh, but what it was conclusive on is it shouldn't be the default. And so his suggestion is we flip the default. Default now is you had class, most likely you're going to have homework. And occasionally you kind of have like the homework-free weekend or something like that. But by and large, you have class, you have homework. He wants us to sort of flip that default. Make it that you only give homework once in a while. And when you do, it is the intentional like opening up of that you know, you're breaking the glass and the fire extinguisher kind of moment that this you say is valuable enough to break the glass and put this in play, right? This can't just be a like set of problems. This can't just be like, read this sheet. This can't be like, well, I'll answer these vocab term, fill in the blanks. Cause it'll help you tomorrow. Like it won't like, again, the research kind of shows like that doesn't make it stick in their brain. It like doesn't at all. So, uh, that was just eye-opening. I like this idea, right? Those of you that know me know that I absolutely love intentionality and thinking through the the choices you're making in your class. And so this one was a big one for me. And I got to tell you, I am mulling it over in my class. Uh, the, our history department jokes that the history department and the English department were the original OG flipped classrooms in which you read last night. And then the next day, that's what you talked about. That was the simulation you ran. Like we were the OG flip. But now with this, I'm trying to wrestle with how can I reduce or even maybe get to close to zero on homework and again, just intentionally choose the few times that you need to give it. And I'm wrestling with this, guys. You know, like this is how my class is, right? I do give homework and it's usually reading and some note taking but I'll be honest, it takes time. For a sixth grader to read a nonfiction text, takes time. For a sixth grader to take notes when they have not learned the keyboard yet to type, takes time. If you have them write it, it takes time. So there's just a ton of time. And so when I assign a homework, I'm not going to lie, it takes time for those kids. Uh, and then I read this and it's like, ah, I want to like reduce the time I'm eating into family time, the the pressure that comes with homework and the perfectionism that comes around homework and the inequities around homework. Like there's just a lot of reasons to kind of reduce homework time. Well, then that's going to increase class work time on those things. Um, I'm just curious your guys thoughts. Do you have any suggestions for me as I explore this? And truly try to, quote unquote, I'm going to say it, fail forward, right? I don't have the solutions. I am trying my best in this. I am putting some things in place and that is healthy and that is good. And I encourage you to do the same in your class and think about things you want to do, right? What, now what, right, is the title of this. So I ask you, now what for your classrooms? Now what for you? What are you committing to changing and growing and trying in your class and actually commit to doing, get off the line, try it. I don't know what my homework policy is going to look like. I don't know what my homework is even going to look like throughout the rest of this year. 
I probably will continue to tinker all year. Next year, I'll probably put in place a new policy and put that in place and try that. And it'll be tinkering, tinkering, tinkering all the way on. But that's, again, with all the intentionality around it. So that's that's this. I mean, that's that's this episode. Uh, that's what I'm working on. And I'd love to hear from you. Again, use the hashtag well played podcast and at Mr. Matera as I would love to hear your thoughts on this and what you're working on. And if maybe this conversation, this view, did it help? I hope so. All right, everybody have a great day and play on. <laughs>